You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Thank you, everybody. Good to be here. Welcome to Morning Breath. On this beautiful Tuesday, whew, time is flying. March 9th, we're in March, and we're wow. going to be in Proverbs 22 in just a minute. That's what we do. We take a chapter of the Bible, read it, spend some time in the Word. Then we come down to the studio at the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center, read the chapter on the air, and then talk about wherever God leads us in the chapter. We may only talk about one verse, or we may talk about 20. Not sure how far we get today, yeah. but... My co-host today is Pastor Christian Hurston, my Tuesday man. Yeah. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great. I Good. love being here with you, and I can't believe we're already in March. It's just the year's flying by. Crazy. It's a great year. I love what God is doing this year. I mean, every year is always great, but this has been an exciting one. And I'm excited to get into Proverbs 22. This has been so much fun. Get into the Proverbs because it's like it's digestible. You could take and lift out a portion of it or just take in the whole chapter and good for reading with the family. Can I give you a secret about Proverbs? Please. Morning breath was conceived or the first time I ever thought of doing morning breath was conceived in Proverbs. Yeah. Because of, you know, kind of the nature of it and all yeah. that. Read a chapter and I read a chapter a day of Proverbs for decades. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it just, it was kind of a place where I went to get wisdom for yeah. life and how to run a business or how yeah. to raise a family or how to, you know, run treat your friends or how to run a church. <laughs> and, uh, that's where morning breath was kind of born out yeah. of it. And the first time we ever did it, we did it in Proverbs. Yeah. So yeah. It's Proverbs good start. is good. Good start. So it's... tell folks how to get involved. The easiest way to get involved is through the East coast app or on our website, which is eccc.us. You can go on there for information, events, past sermons, and the Morning Breath episodes. You can also subscribe to our podcast, which is awesome. You can get it through the on Apple. It's just called Podcast. You can see it there. Or if you're on Android, you can use Spotify or Stitcher or one of the other apps that are available to you. And it will just download Every single day when we get a new episode, it will push it to you. You can also follow us on social media, which is on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for East Coast Christian Center. Or if you prefer, you can call the church offices at 321-452-1060. And we'd be honored to either email or mail out a devotion guide for morning breath or any information you might want. That's cool. Thanks for sharing how we can get in touch. Nick's not here. He's on his honeymoon. Yeah. Caitlin and Nick got married. It's awesome. So Mr. happy for them. Mr. and Mrs.? Yeah, Clemenson. Wow, that's, that's cool. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, really happy for him. Beautiful bride. Yeah. Oh, so so groom. Yeah, he's all right. Uh, if he was here, he'd throw something at me. He's got some new something tattoos, like that. so that's yeah. cool. He's got new tattoos. Yeah. Wow. I think he's got one of the bad tattoos from Star Wars. Oh, like that little that little fighter thing. Yeah, the one that Darth Vader yeah, flies. I, I, in. That's enough about. I'm not Nick. sure about I'm, that. That's enough about Nick. Let's get into the word today. Yeah, let's We're do gonna it. We're going to read Proverbs twenty-two. Yep. Yeah. I hope they're having a great time and uh, they're just, uh, they're a great little couple. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I heard the little. Little? <laughs> little couple. I don't know about that. Well, All right. Proverbs yeah. 22. I should say it this way. A great young couple. Yes. That's what I meant by that. Anyway, so uh, I'm going to read first, read through verse 15. All right. You're going to take 16 through, woo, 30, 29. Yeah, I'm ready for it. Yeah, I am too. What are you reading? I'm reading New Living Translation. I'm going to read New King James. Yep. Get me started. All right, I must say unto you, read, sir. A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, loving favor rather than silver and gold. The rich and the poor have this in common. The Lord is the maker of them all. A prudent man foresees evil and hides himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches, honor, and life. Thorns and snares are in the way of the perverse. He who guards his soul will be far from them. 
<clears throat> Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. The rich rules over the poor, and the borrower is servant to the lender. He who sows in iniquity, excuse me, he who sows iniquity will reap sorrow, and the rod of his anger will fail. He who has a generous eye will be blessed, for he gives of his bread to the poor. Cast out the scoffer, and contention will leave. Yes, strife and reproach will cease. He who loves purity of heart and has grace on his lips, the king will be his friend. The eyes of the Lord preserve knowledge, but he overthrows the words of the faithless. The lazy man says, there's a lion outside. I shall be slain in the streets. The mouth of an immoral woman is a deep pit. He who is abhorred by the Lord will fall there. Foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child. The rod of correction will drive it far from him. Verse 16 in New Living Translation. A person who gets ahead by oppressing the poor or by showering gifts on the rich will end in poverty. Listen to the words of the wise. Apply your heart to my instruction. For it is good to keep these things in your heart and always ready on your lips. I am teaching you today, yes, you, so you will trust in the Lord. I have written 30 sayings for you, filled with advice and knowledge. In this way, you may know the truth and take an accurate report to those who sent you. Don't rob the poor just because you can or exploit the needy in court, for the Lord is their defender. He will ruin anyone who ruins them. Don't befriend angry people or associate with hot-tempered people, or you will learn to be like them and endanger your soul. Don't agree to guarantee another person's debt or to put up security for someone else. If you can't pay it, even your bed will be snatched from underneath you. Don't cheat your neighbor by moving the ancient boundary markers set up by previous generations. Do you see any truly competent workers? They will serve kings rather than working for ordinary people. Amen. So it's interesting, and Pastor Chris and I talk, we don't often talk about a chapter much before we start it, because we do like that spontaneity and, and God doing something. But I just saw something this morning I'd never seen before. Yeah. And I, it's because I read most often the New King James Version of the Bible. But all the years I read Proverbs, I never knew that verse 20 actually is it's translated in some translations the way you read it. Read it again. Yeah, verse 20 says, I have written 30 sayings for you filled with advice and knowledge. Mine says, have I not written to you excellent things of counsels and knowledge? Oh, wow. And and there that portion is, and your footnote says, you know, of uncertain, you know, meaning. Or excellent sayings, the meanings, yeah. 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 Is that what it said? Yep. Yeah. It says verse 20, or excellent sayings, the meaning of the Hebrew is uncertain. Yeah. So, so yeah. it is one of those ones that is, uh, you know, they're trying to... Yeah. Do the best they can, but several translations say thirty, and you can actually count thirty sayings yeah. before you get to chapter twenty-five. And at the beginning of twenty-five, it says further wise sayings mm-hmm. of Solomon. So it makes you wonder. Well, maybe maybe it did mean thirty, yeah. and some Bible translators obviously thought it did, and other Bible translators just felt safer saying excellent things. Yeah. And so that was kind of cool, and I just kind of went through and tried to mark out 30 wise sayings. Mm -hmm. And, of course, I was studying chapter 22, but then I ended up 23, 24. Because, yeah, looking around for the whole breadth. It it led me down the road. But that's the way your Bible reading should be in some respects. It should, you know, it should connect you to other parts. Mm -hmm. And 
get you kind of fired up to study and look. Yeah, it makes you want to dig into some more things, too. Mm-hmm. Understanding Proverbs and yep. Ecclesiastes yep. and getting the whole breadth of it. Yep. So as we look at, at this, there's just so many verses that speak yeah. to my heart in here. This is a this is a money. I mean, it's just powerful. I, so many things. A prudent man, starting verse 3, a prudent man foresees evil, hides himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. Yeah. You know, uh, a prudent man foresees evil and hides himself. You know, there's a, in the in the self-defense culture mm-hmm. out there, there are sayings on, you know, whether what alert stage you're in as you go through life. Are yeah. you, you know, yellow, meaning you have this sort of head up, looking around, caution, understanding. Yeah. Like, ladies, where are you going to park when you get an opportunity to park at the grocery store? Yeah. Or the uh, the mall at night. Yeah. You know what? What are you going to choose? You can choose something where there's a big van on one side. You know, you could do that a hundred thousand times yeah. and it be safe. But the with a van between you and the store, you now all view of what's going on with you is covered up. Yep. And so I just wouldn't do that. I I wouldn't do that as yeah. a man that is able to defend himself. Unnecessary risk. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. It's keeping that, yo, when I pull up at a light, do I leave room between the front of my vehicle and the vehicle in front of yeah. me that I could get out of there yeah. if something happened? Yeah, I might have to drive over the curb or over a yeah. sign. you got options. I've got an option, though, to leave or a Volkswagen, you know, Beetle. No, yeah, I'm just kidding. Over. i got a big truck. But no, I wouldn't do that. But, you know, what, do you, what kind of sort of thing do you have in your mind? It's not fear that's yeah. driving you. It's wisdom. It's wisdom. <laughs> yeah. And so sound mind. That's what I think this is talking about here. It's not fear. The enemy, see if we had the same idea spiritually mm-hmm. that our that our sort of our head was up in the spirit. Yeah. And we were on the lookout yeah. for the the snares of the oh, enemy. Yeah. Slippery slopes and you things know, that can entrap you. I'm yeah. telling you, it you'd go it's just like, you know, uh, the simple pass on and are punished. Like, eh, hey, well, it's not so bad to do some drugs. Yeah. It's not so bad, you know, to have a, you know, one more drink. It's yeah. Just one more drink. Well, let me go know? out with the office group, and they're all going to go out just drinking. One more, yeah. yeah. People are slipping their wedding rings into their pockets, yeah, and yeah, like yeah, all yeah. of that. They like mm. you can see it. And mine says, "A prudent person foresees danger and takes precautions. The simpleton goes blindly on." And suffers the consequences. Have you ever done like one of those office parties as a, you know, strong Christian, yeah. not drink and yeah, just yeah, yeah. watch what You're happens? You're sober and it looks real silly. Oh, I'm telling you. And I, they put I, pressure I, on you too because they're like, what are you doing? You're like Debbie Downer over here. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. they didn't call me Debbie Downer. I yeah. just smacked them. But, yeah. Um, yeah, no, they, it's, 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 you just see that going on about the simple pass on. Yeah. Uh, and are punished. And so that was that verse stands out. Even this one is interesting. The rich and the poor have this in common. The Lord is maker of them both. And mm-hmm. I just thought there were some interesting things about that. But, you know, lots of stuff in this chapter. What, what else stood out to you? What's the next verse that stood out to you? It's hard to pick, but I'm going to go with verse 6. It's there one of my go. favorites. Yeah, Direct your children in the right path. And when they are older, they will not leave it. And I really feel in my spirit that someone on the radio needs to hear that is don't give up on praying for your children, even if you kind of blew it. Like I know of many testimonies and even in my personal. No one ever raised a child perfectly. Ever. None of us did. You know, Isaiah, I think it's 40, says uh, that the Lord is our maker. The Lord is our father and that his children turn their back on him. 
and you got to know this, God was, is, was, is, and will always be a perfect parent perfect. to us. Yeah. And yet, Israel chose to turn away. It's yeah. your children's behavior is not based on you entirely. Yeah. You can be a jerk and raise a jerk. I get it. But everybody falls short. Yeah. And even God who didn't, his children rebelled Still against abandoned. him. So don't give up your hope. Don't yeah. give up your faith. Believe God word. for this is back where Pastor Christian was going. For your child, keep going. Yeah, on that. keep going that way too. And if you've messed up, there's redemptions there, yep. and God can restore it. But the big thing is, be have a spiritual literacy. Raise your kids to where the Bible is not just something that's covered with dust on the shelf there, but that you open it up together. Is mm-hmm. I can tell you, having now 16, 14, and a 10 year old. My kids are way less inspired to do a Bible study with me. If I say, all right, guys, let's gather around and do a Bible study, that's my my nerdy voice. But if I'm sitting there just reading my word, my I daughter— can't, I can't tell the difference between your nerdy uh, voice no, and your yeah, regular yeah. voice. Come on now, guys. We're going to do the oh, Bible okay. study. Yeah, that's but if I'm sitting there and just reading my Bible, my daughter will come and just join me. I was watching some old-time preaching, like 1960s preaching, yeah. and my 14-year-old, who's too cool for school— watched an hour of with me and I didn't say a word. I didn't yeah. want to spoil it. Yeah. I actually needed to get up and go. Yeah. But I was like, he is on hanging on every word because it was incredible teaching yeah. and was, you know, listening to some Kenneth Hagan and was getting fired up. Now the <laughs> dancing was a little different and some of the style and the hair and yeah. the 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 carpet color. Yeah. But it, it was awesome. And that is more inspirational. So when you train your kids up, don't feel like they got to have it all together. And I've encouraged my wife with this. I heard this. Oh, I'm going to find his name. Um, I'm going to come back to that in a second when I get it. You'll know him from the 80s. He used to have the Christian TV show where he would do Pastor Willie George. And so Pastor Willie George said this. He said, as a family, we did not do a lot of devotions, but we lived a very devoted life. And both of his sons are in ministry and taken over his ministry. And he said, we didn't just always, don't feel like you got to sit down by the fire and open up and now let's go through the word. That's good. And I mock it a little bit because we don't do it as much as I want. But we pray every time we're in the car and we're training our kids up and they're learning how to serve and how to follow God. So train them up. And when they get older. Can I give you a little bit of advice on that? You should do family devotions when your kids are little. Yeah. And so let's say you got a three-year-old. You do a devotion that you get done with the whole thing in three or four minutes. Yeah. Use their age yeah. and match it. And you can get away with sitting down doing family devotions until whatever age of maturity that child gets. Yeah. And then it's going to turn more to what Christian said. I am into family devotions. I yeah. think they're very important yeah, in my I do family. Them too. I, it sounds like but, I'm being negative. No, you're not. And I get it. But, you know, I didn't sit down and do family devotion with my family. 16-year-old, 14-year-old, 12-year-old. I didn't do that. Yeah. Get it? We, But, you know, we lived a godly life. As yeah. Willie George said, you know I went quail hunting with Willie George? That's cool. Yeah, spent, He's such a cool guy. I spent two days with Willie George, Chris Hodges, yeah. and then a bunch of other guys like me. So cool. It was it was a very, That's very awesome. cool time for any nerds. Yeah, Bible and you get back on there. devotions, too. You can do them easily mm-hmm. with your kids. So I do it now through the YouVersion app. So my kids love Lecrae and a lot of other popular musical artists. He's got incredible content. Yeah, and so yeah. I send him an invite. They do it on their own, and we're discussing it yeah, through yeah. text. Come on. So there is ways. Yeah. but yeah. So I want to say something else about verse 6. Train up a child in the way he should go. Now, first of all, I'm not in any way uh, belittling the way being a, the way of God. But come on, people. 
everybody who's a believer ought to raise their kids to follow Jesus. Yeah. So that's almost a given to me. Like, oh, no, well, you know, I'm, I'm a Christian, but I'm going to raise them to be a Buddhist. Yeah. You know, or I'm a Christian, I'm going to raise them to be a Muslim. No, come on. I think there's another key in there that I think is very important. Train up a child in the way he should go. In other words, God made your child with a design that is, you know, it's a, it's, it's a bent. Yeah. It's, they lean towards. That's good. They've got a, you know, whether, you know, the other day we were in church and I was up at the Vieira campus. And as I was up at the Vieira campus, uh, Pastor Christian was standing there pretty close to me. And his wife was on stage and she was leading one of the songs. And his uh, son, which is a 14-year-old, was drumming. was drumming, and your 16-year-old was playing keyboard. Yeah. I'm like, Pastor Christian, your family's taking over the worship band. Yeah. See, there's a bent in his kids towards music. Yeah. And his family has been careful to help push him and encourage yeah. him down that channel. Yeah. And uh, sometimes that's not easy because they don't always want. Yeah to do the things it takes to be good at where they're talented. Yeah. But you, that's what you do as a mom or a dad. And that's like trying to train somebody that was meant to be a middle linebacker to play the flute or trying to play somebody who's supposed to play the flute yeah. to be a middle linebacker. Yeah. You've got to be careful that you seek God on the way. That's good. Not just biblical way. Yeah. But everybody's different, and God designed them with a purpose. Yeah. And I believe if you'll pray, God will show you yeah. their purpose. Yeah. I you like that. I mean? That's a good parenting note, too, is that we're all fearfully and wonderfully made, is that God has a, a specific thing for me. It's like, I love to run, but only one of my kids enjoys running. And I'm not going to force that on them and make them no, miserable and no, hate me. No, 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 no. No, yeah. it's got to be something that yeah, they want to do. Absolutely. Observe that and watch. And you'd be, I'll be surprised if your kids don't try running sometime in their life yeah. just because it's been sewn into them. Yeah. Just to see, hey, yep. this did something for On dad. their own, they'll make a decision. Yeah. Go, yeah, maybe I'll try that. It may be like when I was 29 and I finally yeah. decided to do it yeah. because I was, you know. Yeah, you weren't, you didn't start at nine? No. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, that's very weird. Yeah. So what? Uh, that's, that's a very, I'm going to give you another one, verse 10. Yeah, I like it. Cast out the scoffer and contention will leave. Yes, strife and reproach. We'll see. So let me, what's your say? Wow. Throw out the mocker and fighting goes too quarrels and insults will disappear. Yeah. Wow. You know, a lot of times people, you know, because we have a forgiving mindset, because making peace is a, a big deal for, for a believer, you know, sometimes you just got to get rid of yeah. the strife causer. Yep. You got to get rid of the problem. And if that problem's a person and they won't change, they don't, they don't, you know, start loving and, and, you know, respecting and walking and you, you got, you know, there are people, pastors, I'm going to talk to you, pastor. Yeah. You're pastor in a church where somebody has been a, been a strife sower for 10 years in your church. I'm tolerating it. And you just been letting it go on. You need to do a door knocking thing and say, you know what? I really think it'd be better for you to go somewhere else. Yeah. Cause it, you, all you do is cause strife around here. Yeah. I know those are not easy words to say. Oh, and then they'll, you'll be on Facebook for saying that to them. I get it. I'm personally of the boat. Uh, who cares? Who cares? Yeah, there's if nothing I can do about God that. Told you to there's do. nothing I can do yeah. about that. But there are times when, as a businessman, I had to get rid of somebody. Yeah. And in church setting, you had to say, "Hey, 
I mean, uh, we had a uh, men's prayer meeting one time, and we were meeting here at the church in the lobby. We had a guy that was just—he was always bringing up something weird and yeah. argumentative, and you know, like he had a, his axe to grind, is yeah. how they say it. Finally, I said, "You know, let's just say his initials are J. Hey, J. His name wasn't J, but his yeah. initials was J. Yeah, yeah, hey, J." you know what? I don't really think this is working for you. Yeah. Um, it is not good for the group and I prefer you didn't come anymore. Yeah. And you know, that sometimes doesn't turn out good. I yeah. get it, but cast out the mocker and contention will leave. It's going to blow up that group if and it's keep those ruin, guys. I had men that love God that needed fellowship, not wanting to come to the group yeah. because of somebody dominating, arguing, yeah. causing Fusses. Someone could allow a church split over something Perhaps just like that. Thousands oh, yeah. of times. Just poison. Brother. One person thousands. that could poison and do yeah. it. It's crazy. Yeah, just kick them out or beat them yeah. or something or throw something at them. That's, yeah. a, that's something to do. That ties to verse 24. Don't befriend angry people or associate with mm. hot tempered people. Which one's that 24? Verse 24. It oh, was you really so, jumped ahead. It did. It was so good wow. in the NLT, though. Make no friendship with an angry man and with a furious man. Do not go. Yeah. Mine's don't befriend angry people or associate with hot tempered people. And catch this, verse 25. Or you will learn to be like them and endanger your soul. Is the people that you're around make such an impact just on your personality, on the way you think. So make sure you're surrounded by people who are going to uplift you and encourage you and pray for you and not have that bend like we talked about towards negativity. You know what it's like when you've had some coworkers, someone who they're always negative. Everything is always a glass half empty and it will rub off on you. You get some stinking thinking. Critical, you know. Yeah. It's just it's just hard to be around. It's really mine says it this way, make no friendship with an angry man and with a furious man do not go, lest you learn his ways. Yeah. And set a snare for your soul. And you know, as we've said, I've said this dozens of times, but you know, it doesn't hurt. Friends are like elevator buttons, yeah. they'll take you up or down. Yeah. And we do uh, we rub off on other people and yep. other people rub off on us. Yeah. And so you gotta be careful who you're hanging around because you want the right thing rubbing off on you in, in just all sorts of ways. You yeah. know, um, where's the other one here that I thought was very powerful? Uh, verse 15, foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child and the rod of correction will drive it far from yeah. him. You know, uh, that's spanking. And yeah. I know that there's so many people that speak against spanking. Yeah. But I Sorry, think Dr. Spock. spanking yeah. is uh, God's way and yeah. it is powerful and life-giving to young children for a pot on a pat a pot a, a pat on the bottom at the right time yeah. with the right with attitude love. yeah the right yeah. attitude loving caring um, never done as a reaction yeah but done as an application yeah. of God's love and God's correction mm-hmm. um, there's something miraculous between a, a oh, yeah. small child's bottom and their in their brain <laughs> it is remarkable it's connected yeah I've seen it and if you'll just tap them there you'll get their attention yeah and they'll behavioral change. Yeah. Hey, we got to take a break. We'll be back in just a minute. Don't make me spank you. All right. I wish Nick was here. I did him with a stick. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, 
Coco and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family, We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321-453-453. Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Final thoughts. Sounds like we're not going to be here ever again. Yeah, I hope Hey, yeah, so verse 23. Read it from your translation. New Living Translation, verse 23 says, For the Lord is their defender. He will ruin anyone who ruins them. <laughs> uh, mine says, For the Lord will plead their case and plunder the soul of those who plunder them. Yeah. And so this is talking, at really, to put it in context, verse 22 has got to be read. Do not rob the poor because he is poor, nor oppress the afflicted. Yeah. At the gate, the verse 23 says, so in other words, this is talking about if you go after the small 
the weak, yep. the needy, take advantage of them. We don't know how many times you see this thing where somebody rich is. Every Western was yeah. about the rich cattle baron yeah. taking a take advantage of the little sheep little farmer yeah. or whatever it was, you know. And the the great good gunslinger yeah. comes in to save him. Come on, Johnny. That well, those you know, biblical principles are all over our society. Yeah. People just don't see it sometimes. But that's what he's saying here, man. The yeah. Lord minds us for the Lord will please his cause. What's your saying? Yeah. The the message, I'm sorry, I switched over, says, because God will come to their defense. Mm. And I love that is let God be your defender. Don't feel like you have to defend yourself. Is that people are going to come against you, especially when you're doing the work of the Lord and doing ministry. You can't try to be a people pleaser. Do what God's called you to do and let him defend you. That's a good word. Well, Nick and Caitlin, I know you're listening to the podcast. They They're on your honeymoon. They listen to every episode. I'm sure they've taken time out of their beautiful vacation and, and honeymoon to listen. God bless you guys out there and Nick and Caitlin too. God bless. Talk to you next time. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.